it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Now, I would ask, and I don't think I have to ask this audience. It's something we do at my house. Why do we have Memorial Day weekend? We work hard, we play hard, but we mostly work hard. And of course, a long weekend is invited. One of my favorite pictures of my daughters, and it's, I, I put it up every year around this time. My, my daughter, Ayla, my middle child, was sitting in a folding chair and her sister was standing behind her and I was explaining to her what Memorial Day was. And I said, we're going to say a little prayer for all the people that have given their lives so you can have this life that you have. And my, my daughter clutched her hands together and, and she tightened her face up and she started shaking her head and she started praying. And her big sister just put her hand on her shoulder. And it, it was just one of the sweetest moments for me as a father. And we do that. You know, but if people gather at my house, I will stop and say, okay, we're going to have a, we're going to, we're going to have a prayer. We're going to stop what we're doing. The reason why we could have this beer and these hot dogs and fly that American flag and have this long weekend is because of all the people going back to the Revolutionary War that gave their lives so we can live this life today. That's why we have Memorial Day weekend. Now we call it the unofficial start of summer. And it's going to be a trying one. I think I think you're all bracing for it. I know I am. I'm really considering changing the name of Darkheart Island to Never Biden Island. Because there are some of you that are going to come with me. I'll go out there alone. I don't mind. I, I, I see people placing their markers. And that's fine. I'm not placing any markers. How pro-Trump I'm going to be. How anti-Trump I'm going to be. How pro-DeSantis I'm going to be. How anti-DeSantis. What other uh, candidates in the field am I going to take a liking to? I mean, Larry Elder is going to be on the program a little bit later this hour. And the truth is, I'll interview everyone running. I'll interview Nikki Haley. I'll interview, uh, we've had Vivek, uh, Vivek, Vivek, like cake, Vivek Ramaswamy. Any one of the candidates wants to come on this program and make their case as to why you should vote for them, we're going to put them on. But as far as the front runner and the, we'll see how the polls go, far and away second, Trump and DeSantis, I will not be getting into this battle of Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. And when I say that, I mean the people that are going to be taking the all or nothing side. Because all that's going to do is get Joe Biden reelected. And you know it. And I think there are some very, very dishonest people that are in the camp of it's Trump or no one. I think it's I think there are some very dishonest people there. They aren't real conservatives. And you could tell, I could tell you how you could sniff them out. If you're hearing them, seeing them, reading them, seeing their posts on social media, and never once do they even discuss a policy difference. Why do you like, you know why I like Donald Trump? I, I, his personality did give his candidacy pizzazz. But I could tell you the policies that I like, that I love, that I think were superior to all other policies. I can tell you that. Same thing with a Ron DeSantis. I can tell you what I like policy-wise. I can also tell you if there's something that I don't like, what I don't like. But the people that are spending their entire time attacking personality, attacking uh, family members, attacking other voters, I mean, how insane is that? 
The only people that benefit from conservatives attacking each other are progressives, the Democrats. They want nothing more than a trench warfare between Trump and DeSantis. Iron sharpens iron. If Donald Trump is destined, if destined to become the Republican nominee and destined for a second run at the White House with a four-year gap, then it should be no problem to state his case, lay out his policy agenda, separate himself from all of the candidates, including Ron DeSantis, and cruise to victory. Conversely, conversely, we don't know. Ron DeSantis might have something that's better than Donald Trump. We haven't heard it yet. But that's what a primary is supposed to produce. The best, most conservative candidate. Okay? That's what it's supposed to produce. As much as some people might feel like, and I agree, that Donald Trump was robbed by the courts. We're looking for a president. Not a cult leader, not a spiritual leader. We need the most effective conservatives to push back on these god-awful Democrat, Biden, progressive, leftist, Marxist, Leninist policies. So I'm never Biden. That's where I am. I'm never Biden. I don't think there's a bad choice between Trump and DeSantis. But you're going to be getting hit from all sides. First of all, the media is going to swoop in on every nuance of every attack between Trump, DeSantis, and the rest of the field as they play the game of crab in the bucket. Then you're going to have the trench warfare between the never-Trumpers and never-DeSantis. And the rhinos and the establishment. I will tell you, I don't believe for a second they actually like Ron DeSantis. If I had to, if I had to name their favorite candidate, if they could move that person to the front of the line, it would be Asa Hutchinson. If I had, if I, if I had to guess what the Bush wing of the party would want, it would be Asa Hutchinson. But they're going to be glomming on a DeSantis because they think they can co-opt him down the road and they want the never DeSantis crowd to go, see, 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 Karl Rove is getting behind him. Bush is getting behind him. Liz Cheney's getting behind him. That's what they want. And I would warn, I would say, although alluring and attractive and tempting thinking it's an advantage over Trump, Governor DeSantis, I would not be seen with Liz Cheney. I would not be seen with the Bush wing of the party. I would not be seen with these people because that's the reason why Donald Trump won. He didn't want to be in their club. He didn't want to be invited to their party. He didn't want to, he didn't want to win them over. He didn't need them and neither do you. But I'm out on Never Biden Island. Going to have to find some new non-woke beer brands. You know, last night on the lake that I live on, the little puddle, my little puddle of heaven, sitting there last night, cracked open a beer, lit up a cigar, turned on the market lights, watched the sunset, looking at my boat, and I thought, life is good, but it's, it's going to be a difficult summer. 
It's going to be emotionally trying, exhausting. Normally, and super producer Mike can confirm this, super call screener Bill's only been with us for a year. I've been at this 17 years. Mike and I have been together 17 years on this. And the worst summers are the ones where you have the summer and there's no general or midterm election and you just, you know, it's when Congress is out and not much is happening in D.C. Well, we don't have that this summer. The hardcore summer, and I don't have any plans to take any time off. If you're here, I'm here. If you're working or relaxing and you've got the radio on, I'm here. That's why I call it the hardcore summer. And we don't slow down. We might do a goofy topic here or there or have a, you know, non-political guest here or there, but it's not going to be, hey, let's do kooky crazy things for the summer. <laughs> We're not top 40. I don't wear a Hawaiian shirt to work. But this is going to be a really exhausting summer if politics is your thing. And it's only begun. It's only begun. So Cube cut one. Here's Ron DeSantis' first campaign ad since the terrible, no good Twitter space, why did you do that launch? Cut one. Well, first of all, I haven't been a candidate, and so I've been doing my, my job in Florida. We just conducted the most effective legislative session, I would argue, in the modern history of the Republican Party. Oh, wait, stop, if you stop, look at stop. All the it says here, Governor DeSantis releases first campaign ad. Is this, this is from, uh, this is from Newsmax? All right, all right, okay, so start it over again. No big deal. Just a little typo here on the cut sheet. This is Ron DeSantis on Newsmax with Eric Bowling, who I used to work with over at CRTV. Well, first of all, I haven't been a candidate, and so I've been doing my, my job in Florida. We just conducted the most effective legislative session, I would argue, in the modern history of the Republican Party. If you look at all the things that we were able to, to take uh, that were ideas that conservatives have wanted for a lot of time and bring it into reality and put it into law. So we're very proud of that, but that had been my focus. Now we're going to be launching a blitz. We're going to be in these early states. We're really going to be all over the country uh, bringing this message uh, to, to our voters. And I think at the end of the day, um, most of our voters obviously appreciate uh, a lot of the things President Trump did. I do. I mean, he's been attacking me a lot, but I still give him credit uh, for the things that he did well, especially, you know, with um, uh, with the economy in the first three years. Uh, but they also understand that you need someone that can serve two terms. Uh, you need somebody that's going to be able to win and win big. And so I think we have a lot of folks that will consider uh, somebody like me who has proven to be very strong, uh, you know, I'm standing up to people like Disney, and with due respect to the former president, he's taking Disney's side in this now. Um, I'm standing against Disney. I'm standing for the kids. I'm standing for the parents. I don't think these kids should be sexualized. We took away their self-governing status, and I'm not backing down one inch from that. I think our voters want to see somebody that can fight, but also somebody that can win. That's a policy. That's a policy discussion there. A, can- a candidate distinguishing himself from the front runner. Now, this is something that I, I've noticed. And look, uh, the, uh, again, I'm on Never Biden Island. But the idea that Donald Trump could throw throw barbs at one of the other candidates, and then when the barbs come back, there's a sort of, how dare this person? Hey, if you're dishing it, you better take it. 
If you're going to dish it, you better take it. But Ron DeSantis didn't say anything insulting about Donald Trump there. He's saying, look, I'm taking on this company that's for far too long had too much power, too much privilege, and is now getting involved in the state, the business of the state. He's taking the other side. That's distinguishing candidates from one another. Ron DeSantis, I think, knows he can't win the personality battle with Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, I don't think anybody can. I think if it comes down to, you know, who could throw the best zinger one-liner, I think we know Donald Trump is the king of it. And if you're going to go up against Donald Trump, you're not going to go up against him and go, okay, I'm going to try to out-Trump Trump. Marco Rubio tried it, and it was a disaster for Marco Rubio. And then he got named Little Marco. Now, and, you know, some of these senators like Rand Paul and Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio all ended up becoming great allies and partners of the president. Here's Trump slamming DeSantis, cut two. When the Ron DeSanctimonious facts come out, you will see that he's better than most Democrat governors, but very average at best compared to Republican governors who have done a fantastic job. How about the fact that he had the third most deaths of any state having to do with the China virus or COVID? Even Cuomo did better. He was number four. He shut down everything, including the beaches. Other Republican governors didn't do that. They kept it open. It was their choice. I gave them all their choice. The Democrats blew it big. A lot of Republican governors did a fantastic job. And look at Disney and what a mess it is. Could have worked out an easy settlement, but no, he wanted to show the fake news how tough a guy he is. He's not. And the whole Disney thing is really very unfortunate. Now thousands and thousands of jobs are being stopped, and a lot of people are very upset about it. Thank you. All right, so Ron DeSantis uh, was the villain in COVID. I don't think anybody believes that. Actually, I think the state with the highest death toll was California, even with their all, all their lockdowns. I don't think there's any comparison between New York and Florida. And first of all, Governor Cuomo was bashing Donald Trump any chance he got. Where are my ventilators? Where are my ventilators? Where are my ventilators? So now he's going to trash DeSantis as the enemy of of the lockdowns, the villain in the lockdowns, and say he's not a tough guy. I'm going to take you down memory lane. So for some of you that are listening to this program, they're going to start, you know, biting my ankle because you're Trump or bust, whereas I'm never Biden. I want to remind you of something. This, what I'm going to play for you, not that long ago. Play it. All right. So, you know, Ron's been a friend of mine for a long time. He was a congressman, did an incredible job. Always protecting me from the Russia witch hunt. He'd be on with these guys, with Matt and everybody. Uh, he'd be on there. And I always thought Ron was a little heavy. Right? I did. I thought he was a little overweight. That's okay. We all have our problems. Didn't matter. But people liked him. He ran an incredible race. Remember, that was an incredible race. And then he ran against a Democrat who was supposed to be unbeatable. He got beaten badly and... And now this is one of the most popular governors. But I always thought Ron was a little bit heavy. And then one day I'm with him and I pat him 
him in the shoulder, and I go, whoa, that's strong. That's a lot of muscle there. My hand didn't sink in like it does with a lot of people. And then I see him without a shirt one day. And this guy is strong, and he's not fat. That's all power. That's all muscle. I want to tell you that. And I said, Ron, you're one of the few I say it to. Don't walk around with a jacket all the time. Take it off. People are going to see the real Ron. But he's a great guy. He's a tough guy. He's a brilliant guy. And he's our governor, and I'm very proud. When we got involved with Ron, a lot of people were saying, do you think he can make it? I said, he's going to make it because he's a champ, he's a winner. And I want you to say a few words. Ron All right, so let's stop it there. So that's, that's 2019. That's President Trump campaigning for Congressman Ron DeSantis, who's running for governor now against Andrew Gillum. Could there have been kinder words? Could there have been kinder words? He's my friend, the most popular governor. He's a tough guy, really in shape. These guys were in like a Matt Damon, Ben Affleck bromance at the time. They were each other's wingman, ace. They're, they're, they're dude, they're bro. They were, they were bro dudes. Now here, Ron DeSantis gets up and... Gives it all back to Trump. Play it. Thank you. Great to be with you all. And let me just say, Mr. President, given your change of registration, welcome home to Florida. And why not come to Florida? We have one of the lowest tax burdens of any state in the country. You see some of these states that are going bankrupt, we have over a $5 billion in reserves with our budget. And I see some of these cities and states with lawlessness when I came into office, I was proud to sign a bill banning sanctuary cities in the state of Florida. With your support, we are in the process of eliminating Common Core. And as soon as I came into office, I was able to replace on our state Supreme Court three liberal justices with three conservative constitutionalists. And I got to thank the president for his support of Florida. I mean, I'm you know, kind of excited that he's here, but I'll tell you, I'm really excited to have Melania as a Florida resident. I think in Florida, we're lucky to have my beautiful wife to be, I think, the best first lady of all the 50 states. I'm just saying. But now, not only do we have Casey, who does a great job, uh, but we also have Melania as a Florida resident. So we're really lucky in that regard in Florida. 
But let me tell you about the president. When we had a hurricane hit Northwest Florida, a lot of people had forgotten about that. Uh, those folks were really, really in dire straits. I went up to the Oval Office, and even though a lot of people told him, don't do anything, just let it go, he was right there standing behind the people of Northwest Florida. He has helped rejuvenate that area. He saved Tyndall Air Force Base. It's going to come back bigger than ever. Very important for our military. When we were trying to get Floridians access to cheaper prescription drugs, we had an avenue to let people buy them in Canada because it's about a third of the price a lot of times. And everyone said, no, you can't do it, you can't do it. I went up, met with the president, he said, no, 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 we're doing it. And so they're in the process of putting that through right now. All right, I don't think we have to play the whole rally. And a correction, that was not a campaign rally for DeSantis. It was, I guess, leading up to re-election for Trump. But there they were, the two of them. Less than a year into Ron DeSantis' first term, just bromancing on each other. Now we're supposed to believe that just a few years later, these two men are ready to dig trenches on either side of no man's land and destroy one another and get Biden reelected. I'm on Never Biden Island. Who's with me? Weintick 695 Patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.